0: Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 110, Jack Fruit and Graham Cracker. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Hello. Hello. Warm, isn't it? It is a touch warm. I hate it. I don't touch me. It's warm. (laughs) Yeah. What is going on? Uh, I went out yesterday for a proper sort of bank holiday day out, which we'll come to.
1: Uh,
0: And we were looking at the weather forecast the day before. And it said that it would be thunderstorms for four days in a row. And it would be thunderstorms. Literally, I don't mean this as like a bit of thunderstorms all day. Literally, every hour had a lightning bolt on the BBC Weather app. It,
1: it did, yes, yes.
0: Did did I get caught um, in a thunderstorm, Jessica? I, no. I'm I'm assuming that you did not. No, I went out. I was wearing I was entirely dressed so as to prepare for mug to be followed by intense rain. So I was wearing Doc Martens, two pairs of socks f- to fill the Doc Martens. One of which right. was a knee sock, so I could roll it up uh, in case it got cold. I had a cardigan with me. I had a raincoat with me. Yeah, it was boiling all day. Sunshine. Yeah, I, I carried
1: a raincoat around London with me all day on Thursday. I didn't need it at all. And it was exceptionally hot. Well, exceptionally muggy. It was it was, close. it was very close. It was very,
0: very close. Yeah, and then it didn't even really like have a proper, you know, the storm breaking type thing. At least not where I was in the evening. So yeah. fingers crossed at some point it's going to... Because it did the day before, but it obviously didn't clear enough. Uh not a cloud in the sky. So I'm quite happy about my laundry situation.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. It was um it's forecast to, to do the same thing with the with the more storms and the raining this afternoon, but that Who's seems unlikely at this point.
0: Who's to say?
1: I was going to plant out my tomatoes yesterday, um, but I didn't because the forecast was so terrible. Um mm-hmm. and the weather was glorious for the entire day.
0: Perfect tomato planting day. weather. Yeah. Live it.
1: Rubbish.
0: Um, uh, but it was a nice weather for my outing. Uh, Tell us more about your outing, Rosie. We went to the Crick Boat Show, which is a narrow boat thing show Event. festival. Lovely. Yeah, it's a three-day thing. We only went for a day to look at narrow boats and narrow boat-related things. Paraphernalia. Chandlers, chandleries. I got on one boat. Most of the boats to get on, you had to get an appointment. This wasn't just um, me being like, I refuse to get on a boat while I'm here. I see. We went to a seminar which is very good. Lovely. About so you're so you want to live on a boat, which I do. So you wanna live on a boat now. In the golden canal. Um (laughs) golden waters.
1: No Uh, horrible. And then I I, I
0: bought a book which is from the Residential Boat Owners Association. Right, yes. RBOA yep, yep. who've been going since yep. the well, late yep, 60s familiar with it, obviously. Uh, their book is Living Afloat the 4th edition from 2018 um, but uh, it was originally compiled doesn't quite say when it was originally compiled uh, but the 2nd edition was 1992 and this is uh, right. then they've had a 2nd edition, a revised edition 3rd edition, new edition, revised edition and this is the 4th edition and it's all about how to live on a boat um, and it's got photos it's great, I'm very excited, I'm very excited. step one
1: Get on boat.
0: Yeah. um, Step
1: two: put kettle on. Done.
0: Step two of everything is put kettle on. There are at least two pages about. So you want to have a cat with you, (laughs) (laughs) which I do. Um, Obviously, everyone had brought their dogs to the event, but not their cats, unsurprisingly. Um, We went out. uh, We went to a seminar. I joined the Canal and River Trust. Um, Lovely. The seminar was really good. I asked a pertinent question in the Q and A bit.
1: What was your pertinent question, Rosie?
0: How does one go about registering to vote?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 pertinent.
0: How does one go about registering to vote? You usually have a care of address, or you can kind of set a default, like a registration of place or something. And you will be yep. like, on this day, I'm going to be here. Yeah. Who's to cool. say? I mean, some people have their own non afloat addresses, but um, I'm unlikely to maintain that kind of lifestyle. I went short to, to some people, and just by talking to them, I got given a free cork floaty keyring.
1: Amazing! I love yeah. a cork floaty keyring.
0: I was told that um, drop it in the bathtub and you won't lose your keys. Quite small, so I could only put two keys on it; <laughs> otherwise, it would sink. Which is fair, understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we had uh, pasties and sat on the bank of the canal. Um, we had coffee and donuts, hot donuts, hot fried donuts. Oh my God! To go...
1: That's the, the British summertime dream.
0: Yeah, we bought those and then went to the seminar and arrived perfectly to get a seat. Just as the last, oh, last one was coming out it was great. Um, and we poodled around. We looked at some boats. We commented on how na- uh, how wide beam boats are uh, fraud. Um...
1: Yeah, lies. Yeah.
0: No, your In boat Boston. should be no wider than six for ten. Yeah. If, otherwise, it's not a narrow boat, is it? Yeah. I mean, I know that they're called wide beams and they're like Dutch barges. Yeah, but not the way in the talk uh in the seminar by uh which was delivered by beryl of the uh rboa and um, she showed us a picture of a boat somebody had bought i can't remember what it was previous job was but it was like it was one of those things that aren't really boats they're more like pontoons because they're not really movable right. um yeah. but you get often at the far end of the thames Um uh, maybe is yes. it really far out east or is it far out west i can't remember but you know there's that bit east in greenwich yes and then further along anyway um they put portholes in. Um, the boat was made of foot-thick concrete, and they wow. board. It had a swimming pool on it. I've never really understood. Sw- I mean, swimming pool on a cruise ship. Understand? Yeah, big boat. Swimming <laughs> pool on. And it had two. I mean, I had Ballon two barge, decks, and there were like the three. Bit, it? it was a big boat. There were. It was a family and three children. I went and met the compost toilet people, and you can get your compost toilet made with a glitter finish.
1: I think mean, they saw you coming, really, didn't they?
0: Yes. Multiple types of toilet. This is the first thing when I said, I'm interested in getting a boat. Uh, I immediately learned more about toilets than I've ever known in my life. And every time I tell people, I'm like, yeah, do you want to hear about the toilets? They don't. I tell them anyway. Um, so there are, there are three types. Pump out, which is where yeah, you have a, you landed, have yeah. a tank um, and then you have to go and pay to have it pumped out. But well, there's Elsan, uh, which is like the sort of caravan porta potty type thing, yeah. which yeah. is where you get the little cassettes that you Cassette like toilet, yes. yeah, which yeah. you go and pump out. And um, but they you don't empty in little Elsan bits. Um, and they use that blue stuff that like you get in Portalous or compost yeah. toilets, um, which have to have a separator element because uh, and gentlemen have to sit down uh, to use them. Because um, the separator is at the front, which is where all the right. liquids yep. and then yep. and then your solids go elsewhere. I don't know what happens if you have become ill <laughs> <too>. at <What>? the <laughs> <laughs> Never the trains shall meet. They did not cover that in the marquee I was in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, again in the in the seminar we went to, what was what is now like the, the cassette El Toilet's used to be referred to as a bucket and chucket
1: yeah classic Yeah, yeah.
0: great times um, but I realised I do not want an l toilet because I went to use the portaloons and I realised I cannot have the smell of that weird bananery blue stuff every time I go to the toilet
1: no that would be too much in your own home
0: yeah like it's one thing at a festival where you're like wacky anyway toilet talk uh, a kind of, a recurring theme I think it's
1: only a matter of a few years before people start manufacturing toilets with built in squatty potties in them like
0: Incred- at some
1: point it's going to happen
0: also I feel like well, how did how did it take this long for that to become a thing? Because I they know. seem also just get some hardback books piled up by your toilet.
1: Like,
0: yeah, I so I looked at the cost of a squatty body. <laughs> they are so expensive. I know. Yeah, and then I thought, well, I don't really want a plastic one because plastic. And the plastic. wooden one is like 60 pounds for what is a, st- a wooden stool. Well, yeah, what is the, not a good
1: find. No, terrible. But if, you, if you've if you been on their website, they use the word stool a lot. And they also have one of the sections is for like accessories, which is just entitled other crap. Because I was watching Superstore yesterday and there was a whole thing about spotty potties. And I was like, hysterical. Let's find out more about them. And then obviously you want the bamboo one like RuPaul was giving away last, last season because they yes. look sleek and like designery.
0: Yeah, but it's so expensive that um, you can just make your own.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't have to be. And I feel like this is this is the kind of thing where you really, really doesn't need to be a brand. Like a brand product.
0: I can tell you that in within the next six months, IKEA or Tiger will be selling off brand squatty potties. Yeah, oh my god, how yeah, how are they not already doing this?
1: It's not like they've not been a thing for a few years. Do you months. remember
0: there was one in our Airbnb in New York? Oh yeah. And I'd never used one before. Revolutionized my life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so boats. Um <laughs> boats, boats. Sign painters, saw sign painters. Um met some people from marinas to talk about marine. It was great. I've I've got a um I've got a, a lovely painted wooden spoon in my kitchen. Lovely stuff. Yeah. So that was lovely. I fell asleep in the car and then came home and watched a Hallmark murder mystery.
1: Fabulous. I'm really jealous of your Hallmark murder mysteries. Yes yeah, because and... I have
0: movies twenty four and movies twenty four plus. Is movies twenty four plus like I thought it was gonna be a plus twenty four. It's not. It's just showing the same movies as movies twenty four, but in a different order. Oh. Who's it's weird.
1: I well I haven't watched any Hallmark movies but this morning I did accidentally watch uh, what turned out to be a two-part oh, uh, two no. hours a piece although I didn't <gasps> see the beginning of it modern retelling of Cinderella set in uh, Rome after the second world war I got quite into it I did what I I was thinking I I won't watch all this I'll go and do something else and then I got too far into it. it's like oh no I I want to watch the end now even though obviously I knew it was going to happen um it was not good well no they never quite, are off. Um. So that was that I was like, it's a holiday, who cares, I'm going to watch this uh, But the other day I went to Hetu In um, Clapham Which is near Clapham Junction Which is a vegan eco-bulk store You know, the kind of thing where you take your jam jars
0: Talking of eco-bulk Squatty parties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you take your jars And you You take your jam jars yeah. and you weigh
1: them And you write them how much the jam jar weighs And you fill it up with treats And then, yeah so I bought, I'd never been to it before, so I just sort of, you know, thought I'll take a couple of jars and just get a few things just to kind of, as a trial run. Yeah. Um. So I bought some split peas and I bought some popping corn and some dates and some banana chips because everyone loves banana chips. Yeah. It's the kind of place where I'm sure they're all like this, where you can just buy like basics for a completely normal price and it'd be very reasonable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you can buy like ridiculously so the things that are like ridiculously marked up yeah or expensive so you can get like split peas for 26 pence per 100 grams or you can get like raw cacao nibs like sprinkled with like gold gold stuff star- yeah and they cost like 17 pounds you know well that's obviously an exaggeration but um yeah it's it's an it's an odd sort of balance between the 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 high-end and the basics.
0: Yeah, it's weird because there's such a. It's I guess there's such a crossover between, like, uh, unpackaged stuff and then veganism for the environmental reason, but then the yep. veganism leads itself into, like, plant-based and nonsense superfoods. Plant-based so there's, and, like, like, a weird like, Venn diagram.
1: Foodies and Instagram, and it's very, like, Instagram-y and YouTube, and th- that's how I know about all these places, because I watch people on YouTube who talk about going to the bulk store with their jam jars. So... It is a weird balance, but I, I liked it as a shop. The lady with there was really nice. Good. Um, and uh, I'll definitely be going back. Um, so that is on St. John's Hill uh, near Clapham Junction.
0: I would love to go, but it's a bit yeah. of a faff from where I live.
1: Yeah, it is a real faff from where I live as well, but it's actually the closest. Outrageous.
0: Um, but there's a bulk,
1: uh, bulk market uh, was a, in Dalston. It was a pop-up last year and it's closed and it's uh, it did a crowdsource to open up a new um full-time like permanent um what word am i looking for shop. location shop shop <laughs> just a shop that's i think they like the the original plan fell through so that's taken a bit longer but hopefully they will open up in the um like east london sort of area mm-hmm. which will be easier to get to um there's and one there in green places, at the moment. there's one in wood green which is recently opened there will be ones in shoreditch and uh there if you go to like um Whole Foods in uh, the Fulham branch in Whole of Whole Foods has them. And Unpackaged um, have a uh, like a, an in-store branch in Planet Organic. It's one in Moswell Hill. And I believe they have one in um, Tavistock Square as well. Nice. So take your jam jars, everyone. Get some popping corn.
0: Do you want to do a song?
1: Yeah, I've got a song. My song is You're So Damn Hot. Okay, go. Uh,
0: Temperature-wise, correct.
1: Uh, okay, go. Top fives Top fives Okay, this week um, we are going to do the top five barbecue alternatives Um, By which we mean if you can put it on a barbecue but it isn't a sausage or like a chicken wing Because like we get it And also I don't eat sausages or chicken wings so why would I put those on top five So that is what we're going for So they don't have to be veggie, different, just not sausages That was the, That was the specification I gave you Yes so I don't know what week it
0: is. It's 110, so it's my turn to go first. Crazy. Well, also Take it away. I had a barbecue last weekend. Um, oh, well, by which, I,
1: I have not barbecued for a thousand years, so this well, is this is all I need.
0: Uh, our friends came over for the um, FA Cup final. I was here for the food. And, right, yeah, um, fair. Uh, and, and I say we had a barbecue. I mean, my housemate Lucy had a barbecue, and I, she set it all up. She's uh a uh, old. Flower pot stand as a barbecue stand and it was very useful because it has that on
1: Instagram I was very, or Twitter I was very impressed
0: yeah um, and we had barbecue and uh, so this is quite heavily based on what we ate um, some of it is more alternative than others because number okay, one cool. well, is okay. burger but you put cheese on it while it cooks uh, yeah. so you don't put your cheese in later you put it on the grill so when it's nearly done you do like a final flip and then you put your cheese on and it melts Oh, holy yep. good, night. Good call.
1: Good call. So we have beef burgers. Very simple, but really elevates it.
0: Yeah. Um. So I'm sort of f- flirting with vegetarianism, but keep forgetting. What um, were it? And it's, but I, it was a beef, like, it was worth it. Oh, yeah. it was really good.
1: That's right. You know what? Um, Veganism is a journey.
0: Not a, de- it is a destination. Well, you know. Not a destination. I like to call myself a flexitarian, because one time I ordered from a vegetarian menu, so. Well, that's
1: really <laughs> <laughs> and like it's just you know personal choice, and no one basically veganism is like no one's business but yours, or vegetarianism is no one's business but yours. Like you can right. be absolute about it, which I am. Like I'm too far into it. Like there's no coming back for me. But I you save yourself. The, long... the longer, you yeah, save yourself. <laughs> um, but the longer I've done it, like the more actually relaxed I am in my general attitude. Although I have no interest in eating meat or dairy. Yeah. Um, like I when I started, I was like, no, I can't eat because it it's would be like really bad. But like, if you want to eat something, eat it. Like, just be more responsible Like just be considerate about mm. it. So I don't like, buy meats you know. to
0: cook with at home.
1: I yeah. make
0: I make a lot of um like lasagnas and um I made it you know baked lentil dollars. But I use um instead of mince, I mince up uh, mushrooms and aubergine, and I use brown lentils. Oh, nice! Oh, it's so good, mate. <laughs> mate, number mate. two. Pineapple, oh, pineapple. Okay, because you had brought a pineapple the previous week. Pineapples are
1: very in right now,
0: right? Wait, because... was it delicious? Was it delicious? Yeah, it was. The only thing was, it, um, I find it quite difficult to eat because our burgers were quite high quality, <laughs> so they were right. quite chunky. Um, but it, this flavour profile, delicious. Um, I think yeah, so you, you probably brought...
1: need a really sharp knife and a really thin slice of pineapple.
0: Yeah, you you. Um, so you'd brought us a pineapple as a gift. Uh, and we were like, oh my god, we do this pineapple because I was gonna put it in a cake, which we'll get to. But then I didn't put it in a cake. I used alternatives. Um, so we sliced it up and barbecued it and put it in our burgers, and that was really good. And it was really fun because it was like, oh, we'll put, you know, we're gonna barbecue a fruit. Yeah. And it got the grill right. lines it- on it it was pretty racy um there were four of us uh eating so it was quite nice because we just cooked what we um, we immediately got really full so we didn't like barbecue yeah. all day but it also meant that, that problem with barbecuing but with the four of us it meant that we basically just cooked our lunch and it was nice. Yeah. Um, you, um yeah you cooked it to order yeah and one of our uh attendees um can't eat gluten she's celiac um so we had uh it divided down the line because some of the stuff we had um well she's celiac and also a vegetarian so we had an
1: it was like a Venn diagram of barbecue food.
0: So, like, we could put our pineapple stuff over, you know, over the line, but we couldn't put various different bits. Um, and we put our pineapple in, and that was really good. And then the uh, so number three, number three, was halloumi veg skewers. Ooh, nice. Damn son. squeaky uh, cheese. Yeah, that's the thing. Halloumi, it's tasty and makes a fun noise. <laughs> like me, don't know what that means. Disgusting. Peddle back. Um, and so we made veggie skewers, and we had like mushrooms and aubergine and peppers. And skew it with halloumi, and then the Louie the got really melty, and obviously hot cheese is. This is why, like, I I eat more vegan foods, but yeah. um, I I'm not one of the people who's like, oh, I just couldn't because I I love cheese so much, but I do like to eat the cheese.
1: Yeah, like I I get it. Hot cheese is amazing. Let's be honest.
0: So had some halloumi there, um, and it was chili. It had chili in it. It was really good.
1: No, the weather's really good this week.
0: Oh, great. I thought, uh, I mean, I see what well, you. Anyway, um, anyway, Lucy said that she couldn't. She got it because she couldn't get normal because, because everyone was making barbecue hula. It was but, yeah. Uh, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a great decision and that she'd be like, I'm going to get this one. So it all worked out. Number four. Number four.
1: S'mores. Um, uh, great. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Um we had a a second pudding well there was another second There was a second pudding available i didn't have it it's going to be an honorable mentions but we roasted marshmallows over the embers and then did we had um chocolate digesters, so where you put the marshmallows on your skewer and then like pull it out with it so so yeah, you, yeah so yeah, it was good um and yes yeah, smores and then there was we still got a whole packet of marshmallows so maybe i'll just eat those
1: what did you use as your um as your biscuit? Because we the traditional s'more is obviously a graham, graham cracker. cracker with or a graham, a
0: graham cracker. A graham cracker. Um, um, what, did,
1: what did you go for? Because we live in the UK and they're not a thing.
0: We, we had, rather than have a graham cracker with a chunk of chocolate and marshmallows, we had uh, chocolate digestives. And do, yeah. Yeah. we had gluten-free chocolate digestives available for Emma as well. So it was really good. Yeah. Number five. Number five. I've never done one of these, but I was doing some research for this segment and you... <laughs>
1: Yeah, obviously. Did you go on Pinterest and type in bar? No, I just googled like best
0: barbecue foods, and everyone was like, "Do you mean what's the best fuel for your barbecue?" I was like, "No, I feel no. like these three words are they not feed that." feed the barbecue.
1: Use the barbecue to feed me. Uh, Who wash oh. the towel. The towel
0: washes me. <laughs> that thing where you stick a beer can up a chicken's butt <laughs> and it sits up, right? <laughs> Sorry, took me a moment to get like get back in gear. I was like, "Wait, what? Are we still right?" Yes, yeah, I'm okay. no longer doing a bit. Um, you know when you make a beer can chicken. I don't, right. know. I don't really but know so how is it like a it. heat distribution thing? I guess. But then they sit upright, which is not how you usually cook a chicken.
1: No, traumatising. <laughs> like uh, when, when Monica Dude.
0: puts a turkey on her hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that bacon chicken. No one sanitary. Not to be confused with bacon chicken and other stuff I would eat. Jessica, your top five, please.
1: My top five. Number one. Number one. Veggie skewers. Yes. I think... Um, often like a mediterranean vegetable medley mm-hmm. that sort of thing like if you if it's something that you'd usually roast with like a balsamic glaze put it on a skewer put it on a barbecue still
0: put the g- balsamic glaze um, on
1: yeah exactly or do like yeah some sort of i think some sort of glaze is important just to like jazz it up a bit um you could put some sort of tofu or satan or like you know whatever uh but you don't have to that can just be veggies and then like everyone can eat those you know yeah And if you make loads of them And they're just veggies Then nobody feels like They're depriving The the actual vegetarians Of food If they don't Mm. have To eat them So Corn on the cob It's such a classic But it's so Like you just chuck A corn on the cob On the barbecue And it's
0: amazing I like foodstuffs Where the eating of them Is an activity in itself Yes And then yeah You have to like Stab things (laughs) into (laughs) the (laughs)
1: ends And then you can put like well butter or oil or whatever on them and like crisp them up a bit and like get herbs in there and get some get a salt that get some garlic salt on them and oh some sort of glaze i don't know glaze, glaze everything mm. so, yeah corn on the cob yeah i'm growing corn sweet corn this year um i'm really hoping that i'll get some actual cobs that i can cook
0: you do think you're allowed to have a barbecue on your allotment?
1: um i don't know because you're not allowed to have um Bonfires in the summer mm. So I would suspect that a barbecue might fall under that category
0: Okay, reasonable
1: But I um, do number, number three Jackfruit burgers
0: mm-hmm.
1: Had one of these the other day Oh my goodness, they're good Oh my goodness, they're good Yeah, uh, yeah, they're really tasty Jackfruit is a fascinating thing I'd never had it before Um, It's a fruit, but the texture is kind of meaty
0: Quick question, is jackfruit friends with Graham Cracker? <laughs> I think he is, yes.
1: Yes. All right. number four. Number four. Baked bananas. Yes. You can either do them by cutting them in half, stuffing them with, like, chocolate and marshmallows and stuff, yep. and then wrapping them in foil
0: mm-hmm.
1: and putting them on the, on the grill. Yeah. Or you can take your foil, cut up some bananas, put them in, and then do, like, rum and sugar, like the grown-up version yeah so then you just um, you can like baked bananas sort of or flambé bananas and then you roll down the top of the foil stick them on the grill jobs are good
0: also could you uh slice banana skewer marshmallows and do like a skewered version i reckon you could i would be more inclined to eat that because i, I think, think you'd you'd get less of like the hot banana i mean i know the banana would become hot i know you're
1: not you're not such a fan of a fan of, of cooked a, hot, a hot
0: banana oh
1: yeah. yeah um yeah, I reckon it would. Um, I think you might. It might stick a bit. Oh, I would hold it over. And You'd hold it. it right, okay, like like, like, a, like a to- a toasting a marshmallow, not actually griddling it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, I think that would work. We had marshmallows collapsing over the grill, and it it was a bad time.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. full Um. And number five. Number five. S'mores cones, which is oh, like yeah. a s'more, yeah, but similar to the banana. Baked bananas. You um get an ice cream cone. Yep. Fill it with treats of any variety, like strawberries. All the litter, Treats. Like not anything, literally anything you could possibly want. Um, wrap it in foil, put it on the grill. Come and back. And then eat it's it. quite
0: tidy to eat.
1: It's good for yeah, then child. it's in foil, and then you can you know obviously let it cool down for a minute before you unwrap it, cause otherwise trauma.
0: Um, you have a yeah. sort of goblet of scalding fun.
1: Scalding hot strawberry, um, marshmallow. Goo,
0: chocolate lava. Honorable mentions.
1: Honorable mentions.
0: Uh, chocolate bananas was our alternate pudding. Um, yeah. For some reason, not all milk chocolate is gluten free. Oh. Doesn't make any sense. It's... So our gluten free not... member just filled her banana with marshmallows. The unwrapping. Yeah, it was tinfoil just full of marshmallow goo. Um, but it takes with a banana. With a banana, it. Had a certain rudeness about it, but it was apparently delicious. I have uh, aubergine. Yeah, I've got ob- like, just aubergine. I just want to just, wanna just, s- just again, slice just it a long ob- ways then
1: and leave it so it goes out like, really soft oh, and like damn, melty.
0: Damn son, aubergines are so good. Yeah, because sometimes when you cut them and they're raw, you think, "Is this made of insulation foam?" And then you cook <laughs> them. Um. Okay. This is not. Uh. You don't put this on the barbecue, but. A potato salad.
1: I've. or oh, that's also my next thing. My my Great honorable minds. mentions oh. contain all the
0: sides. You have
1: to have potato salad at a barbecue. Yep, correct. Addendum coleslaw. Yes.
0: Um. Okay. While I was doing some research, I came across this product. It's got four words in its title. It's called Bad Byron's Butt Rub. <laughs> I did. Wow. No further on research. on potato salad. No. This is just a. This is a separate thing. Right. Um. I think it's. I think. I think it's A, a dry rub. Right, yes. But it's called yes. Bad Byron's Butt Rub.
1: Knowing anything about Lord Byron would lead me to believe that's something terrible.
0: None of those words are good. Uh, my final one, yep. Rosé. Ooh. Yeah. We made rosé in the menu bullet oh last year. I didn't year. even
1: think of drinks. Pims, obviously.
0: Yeah. You freeze strawberries. Yeah. And then you put them in uh, with rosé and you yep. blend it all up. I reckon you could probably yep. put gin in.
1: Yes, I think so too.
0: Um, all of Tottenham... Court Road Station, Oxford Circo Station, one of the stations, has been uh, taken over with advertising for Beef Eater's strawberry gin.
1: Oh, it has, yes. I'm yeah. listening.
0: I reckon you could do st- strawberries,
1: some sort of spirit like gin. Pink Absolute gin.
0: raspberry vodka.
1: Absolute raspberry vodka. Blend that up into a syrup topped with Prosecco.
0: Yeah. And then I just get into a bathtub and you pour it all over me. <laughs> and just drink it up through my pores. Um. Also,
1: <laughs> chocolate brownies because like you have to, you know, that's a logical Nummies. thing to have on the side. Um. Um. And grilled peaches. Ooh. You can basically grill any fruit, and peaches and apples would be really nice to have with cinnamon. If you did the peaches, you should also make like a, um, like some sort of uh rum or,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like whiskey brown, brown sugar and like, bourbon
0: brown sugar bourbon sugar, Georgia brown sugar bourbon peach, glaze Kentucky. and serve it
1: with like a vanilla whipped cream.
0: Um. Uh, I briefly got the Abel and Cole salad box and one of the recipes was I had to um f- like grill up, fry up nectarines in a balsamic glaze yeah.
1: Delicious!
0: And that's my top five That's my top five? I've got a song Rosie, what's your song? It's Lizzo, good as hell, aka the lip-sync from the most recent episode of RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: Yeah, that was a good lip-sync Feeling good as my... hell. Very good at lip-syncing.
0: Yeah, Dark Horse right? Or as um uh, Jocelyn Fox would say she's the black horse of this competition. <laughs> wow, wow. Snacks? Snacks. Uh, my snack the... is a chocolate brownie Oreo. Ooh, yumbo. Which I have thanks to my sister Jessica, who brought me some of the nummiest treats.
1: Oh, that was nice of her.
0: Yeah. Um, I have, I have so cinnamon many...
1: rolls as my snack.
0: I had pan chocolate up from the, the oven ready dough oh, range yeah. this morning because I woke up and Lucy said. Do you want the last two pound of chocolate? And I was like, Ugh, yes. I didn't actually cry, but it was my internal <laughs> monologue. I still had cocoa Pops. I haven't had lunch yet. Maybe I should. Snacks. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. Have we done anything? I I've haven't. done three different crafts, Jessica. Ooh, go you. Okay. Fed. Boom. Let's do this in order. Kapow, kapow, kapow. Um, I made a hummingbird cake. Which... D- yep. Is how the pineapple. We're bringing it all back. Uh, how the pineapple got its uh, name. <laughs> um, uh, you had brought us a pineapple. I had two sad bananas and three passion fruit that were potentially going to become sad. Uh, and I thought there must be some kind of tropical fruit cake. There is. It's called a hummingbird cake. Um, now the hummingbird cake suggested you use tinned pineapple. I had some tinned pineapple, which was spoiler alert, uh, out of date. I fed of the course, cake to order. those people. Nobody's died, um, but obviously it's tin pineapple. It's not going to kill you. It was like out of date for like six months. What deal with it?
1: There was that man who ate that that canned chicken that he got for his wedding,
0: and it was on like
1: fiftieth on his fiftieth wedding anniversary. Also, they got like, a hamper for their wedding, and he was like, "I'm going to eat this on our fiftieth anniversary." And there's a picture in the paper, like tucking into this chicken with his wife standing behind him, looking over, like kind of what is he like?
0: <laughs> and they've reached. Can we
1: just? Can you still get canned chickens?
0: Oh, uh, probably. How'd you get to But the they account? come out no, looking I don't like know. a freshly born baby and then then you cook them and they're fine but they come out like covered in... Anyway, so I had this tin pineapple which I whizzed, again, in the Nutribullet don't use it for its purpose but I use it to make alcoholic drinks and cakes <laughs> um, uh, whizzed up my banana and my tin of drained pineapple chunks and then I sieved, it, sieved my passion fruit um, and then you make a cake and I had cream cheese frosting and it was... Astonishingly good. Then we barbecued the pineapple, so there was no food wastage here. Thank you. Um, I love it. Oh, it was such a good cake. I will put the recipe in the show notes. um All of the things were like, firstly, very difficult to track down a recipe because having found out it was called hummingbird cake, then everyone wanted to talk to me about the hummingbird bakery. wasn't interested. Then I had to find a UK recipe, but there's a uh, one from a Bake Off episode, I think. Oh, um, very nice So I used that hummingbird cake. Delicious. I bought myself a piping foot for my sewing machine. Piping? You thought it was going to be cakes? It's sewing! And I've made some beautiful piping for my Caroline pyjamas that I'm making. Um, It's unbelievably beautiful, if I say so myself. I saw the pictures, it did look really pleasing. Yeah, so I made bias tape, and then I made my own piping, and it's just great. But I've abandoned my Caroline pyjamas for the moment, because I'm going to a wedding on Friday, and I thought, yeah, I'm just going to make a dress. Um, And I'm making, Um, we went uh, shopping a couple of weeks ago and looked at patterns and I bought Butterick B6318 which is the retro one with the kind of wrap around front. Yep, yep. Um, and I'm sewing that uh, and it's pretty much done. There are a couple of things. Well, I, I did loads of the finishing on it but, so it was all done except the hem and I looked at it and I was like I am miserable about how this has turned out. Um, and then I left it for the day and I've worked out that actually there's it's easily fixed so when i was sewing the, the skirt on um just at the end i sl- slightly wobbled off so this end of the hem on one side is is about an inch shorter than the other that's really easily rectified i just need to unpick the skirt for about 3 inches and shift that up um take the zip out uh, and then the the problem's were that skew whiff um seam on the skirt uh, the zip is quite poorly attached and then it was too big because I didn't take enough, in, fold enough in when I was putting the zip on Right. so I can fix all of those, maybe even this week and I could still wear it to the wedding I'm going to on Friday but if I don't then I've got other things I can wear this dress to Um
1: well, I this... I'm sure it will fix It's well not literally fix itself, I'm sure it's all fixable Joan you know what? It's important to have all time I'd just
0: like to say that my childhood taught me that mice would be a lot more helpful for dressmaking i feel, I feel lied me. to you. um because i hoped i just hang it up um yeah i wonder whether there's something slightly or that there's a slight gap between where the sash is attached and the skirt starting and i wonder whether i should have got that closer but i didn't want to risk on one side i hooked the sash in and that looked really bad and i didn't want to risk hooking it in so i think i yep. can just tie the sashes slightly lower and anyway um so i've been doing that with some beautiful um lawn, cotton lawn, I've been learning about fabrics, that I got from Sew Over It, and it's one of their original designs. Um, um, and we'll put pictures up. Um, but I think that, as I've been saying to Jessica in private texts, I know a lot of really great dressmakers uh, and I don't have the skill set to match them, and so I'm frustrated easily. Ira Glass talks about how when you start doing something, it's because you have great taste, but for a long time your taste and your talent are really mismatched because you know like what you want to create but your talent can't get you there and it's very frustrating and lots of people then just stop doing something that you have to push through so I'm going to go back and do a lot of practicing of just on scrap fabric sewing straight lines and getting my cutting out better and doing some like basic sewing but this dress is going to be pretty wearable yeah I Um, think it it looked
1: good in
0: the pictures yeah the rest of the construction apart from those bits I'm actually really pleased with them it's all French seamed and the darts are really well matched also it well, because none of it says to French seamer, but I know, you it gets a lovely finish. It makes it stronger because it's not lined, you know. Um, uh, so I'm 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 actually really happy with a lot of it, and mainly it needs a press and hemming. Um, and then my final thing is, um, a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago exactly, pretty much this week, I did a mystery knit along, um, by Fuzzy Mitten of a red panda wearing a karate uniform. You may recall him. I know the one, yes um, and at the time I thought I need to do some soft sculpture on his face because his face knits up as a, just a sphere and I want to put some just a stitch either side of his on his eyes just to pull it in so he has more of a snout and, a, and like his eyes look more expressive anyway, I did that this week because <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing on my to-do list where every, te- every day I do it um, or five times a, a week um, I spend ten minutes doing jobs I've been putting off oh, do you want to know what I've done? I've sewn up some tights, I've dyed a jumper, I did some hand washing that I've been sitting around, I glued my teapot back together, I booked a dental appointment, I did uh, so much shredding, I returned a sewing foot that I bought the wrong size on, uh, I bought a screen protector for my phone, uh, I bought a new charger for my epilator, all these things I've been doing, and I also sewed the, I've got off topic, but I sewed the, the face on my Red Panda and it took literally five minutes. <laughs> Oh, congratulations, um, well done. But now He, he looks he all... look very sweet he, Yeah, and he looked sweet before, but I think he's just a little more more expressive um, Yeah And yeah, so I've done that, and I'm really pleased with it uh, I actually joined up to do another mystery knit along by Fuzzy Mitten But I didn't get myself organised to actually do it But the pattern, so there's no longer a mystery knit along But I still want to knit it, because the pattern turned out to be a unicorn with a little fairy Adorable It's incredibly sweet And that's my needle and fed Needle and fed what, what have da, da, we seen da, this da, week? What have da, da, we seen da, 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 this week? Oi! One of mine is, uh, uh, is an article from the New York Times. And the title is... 96-year-old secretary quietly amasses fortune <sighs> and donates 8.2 million dollars. Um, her name was Sylvia Bloom. And yes, she died aged 96. Um, and she'd worked as a legal secretary for 67 years. Um, and she retired aged 96 and died not long afterwards in 2016. Um, And nobody knew, possibly including her late husband, that she had amassed this huge fortune. And so what she did was, um, she was a secretary in in an era when they ran their bosses' lives, as her niece said. So when, and she she was like, also got to see what their personal stock was, um, their personal investments. So when a boss bought stock, she would make a purchase for him, and then she'd make a purchase for herself. So obviously a lot smaller, but she can kind of follow the good investments over the years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She, uh, donated it all towards scholarships for needy students.
1: I read the article. She sounded awesome. Right. Yeah.
0: Great. Um, that's one of mine. Uh, I have a YouTube recommendation. It's another allotment one <gasps> that is colliery garden, Great. which,
1: um, is, uh, run by a girl called Rachel who lives in the Northeast, hence the colliery garden.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, yeah, she just does lovely videos from her allotment. I love that. And she keeps chickens. Oh! That's
0: um, important. No. Mine, uh, okay, my next one is um, Cherie Priest on Twitter did a little thread. Things overheard whilst a zippy Pomeranium named Chunk escaped his yard and chased after me while I walked Grayson and Lucy this morning. Uh, here are some of the things. <laughs> you get your fat furry ass back here, Chunk. You know what you are? You are brunch when those dogs catch you. they're gonna eat you don't do it i love you chunk get back here i'm not even gonna be mad about it because it's your own damn fault you fat little ferret in a bear suit
1: (laughs) there's there's a there's a hint of the when she when she like goes back on her no don't do it i love you there's a hint of um, jj in the commuter parking lot next to um next to kevin's house
0: yes so this is goodbye Uh, a fat little ferret in a bear suit is an amazing way of (laughs) describing a little pom
1: um, my next suggestion is, um, a short film also available on YouTube called Darby forever. starring AD Bryant. And if I remember correctly, Retta is in it as well. I love Retta. Um, and it's about 20 minutes long. It's just a really sweet little film. It's very, very slow. And I started watching, I was like, mm, maybe I don't really know what's like going on in this. And the, but like nothing is really going on, but just you watch it to the end and it's adorable. Okay.
0: I like adorable. Yeah. I yeah. love AD Bryant.
1: And she, so Darby, uh, is the character played by Eddie Bryant and she works in a fabric shop and haberdashery great very on brand
0: where's my dog wearing my dog doesn't wear a bow tie where is he going <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and then my final one is um from Mary Houlihan on Twitter and she's done a few of these and I have no idea why it's not been retweeted more but um it's called 90s teen movie and it's a 90 it's uh, a minute long little video where she wears different wigs and hats and does a spoof of pretty much everything about teen movies from the 90s. And it's really good and really funny, and I think very on point for our listeners.
1: Uh, yes, I saw that and I chuckled.
0: Yeah, I liked it very much. Okay, that's everything. Oh, oh, that is everything. Um, so this episode is going to go up uh, a day late because of the bank holiday, because it's Monday and I want a day off. Yeah. Um, fair. That will be up on the Tuesday. Uh, five episodes up in the right weeks in a row <laughs> you can't see but I'm doing loads of high fives at the camera like I'm high fiving a million angels like Liz Lemon cool love it wet wet um oh and a uh, uh, little Patreon update um for those of you who uh are our $10 family fathers and uh support us at $10 a month your spring episode has just gone up um and your summer episode will be up uh well in the summer cuz it's spring um and it was a uh um we did a version of the New York Magazine Strategists What uh, X Can't Live Without series and talked about our favourite products and things. So yes, if you'd we like did. to listen to us, you can support us uh, at $10 a month on our Patreon. And uh, currently, it's a really good value for money because we're actually doing episodes on the schedule and to What? <laughs> <laughs> when I say currently, I mean again. I mean great work. Um, always, and- whatever. Okay, I should actually stop recording. If we said goodbye. Bye!
1: <laughs> okay, bye. I need to get a new bye. That one's been done.
0: Bye, um, bye, 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 bye That's even older um, <laughs> Oh no, I know how we should exit Oh lord Mangy. Mangy. Ms. Miss Vanjie Miss Vanjie I liked that they I think they've had one episode Which maybe was last week's Where they didn't mention it uh, And then you could see Where Michelle was like Don't do it, Rue and, Ru <laughs> and then Rue giggling And then Rue Paul did the whole Miss like And the walking The sh- the shimmy And the walk backwards walking Ms. Vanjie Miss Vangie! Um, I enjoy the continued reference to the, sp- the sponges as well. <laughs> oh Lord, the sponges. It was real good. <laughs> to find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosyandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosyandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash oh my greyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosy and Jessica. Thanks for listening. Fancy.